Yeah. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Militant mind, the general nine grip, the crippled blades and a pen that can sharpen your spine tip. Level headed, though my mind flips from side to side. With an acrobat's experience after I stick it, I'm living down a demon possessed. I he seems Jay's the best for the job with no What's the word, y'all? It's KTL underscore podcast, on the Rose Podcast, and you are now live and direct with your boys, Senko, Big Harp, and Jable himself for episode five of season two of know the ropes podcast ktr hashtag ktr all that good stuff my brothers how are y'all today on this fabulous saturday boy how are you doing you always asking us how we doing how are you doing today i'm I'm always great i'm i come with enthusiasm come with the fire i come with the flames you know all that good stuff pin drop let's go Uh, well, if, if if he's good, then I'm good today. I got no problems. Big Hall, how you feeling? Yeah, I'm I'm good, man. I'm living. I'm alive. That's a good day. That's good. I'm glad you're here today with <laughs> us on this episode. And before we dive into this episode today, please be sure to do this one simple thing in favor for us. Follow us on all social media platforms, KTR underscore podcast, Twitter and Instagram, Know the Rules Podcast, Facebook, YouTube. Know the Rules Podcast on all podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Podbean. We are on everything. And don't forget to get your merch at prowrestlingtees.com slash KTR podcast. Yeah. Shout out to my brothers on the last episode for holding it down for while I wasn't here. Good job. Proud y'all. Happy for y'all. Y'all did y'all thing. J-Bo, I want you to get the introduction like I do it next time. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. I got my own. <laughs> I want you to, I don't want you to do a fast with all them words. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to say it slow so that our listeners can get every last week. Oh, no, they listen to it. Just rewind and run it back. Yeah. Pump the numbers up. Right, right from here. Man, shout out to our fans. How, if you listen fast, I'm going to help you out regardless. Jesus Ooh, Appreciate that. So this episode, episode number five, so we might call this episode No Pad, No Pen. It's going to be a freestyle episode. We have no topics planned out for this one. I just said we're just going to roll with it and run through it and see what happens. So let's get down to business. First thing that came to my mind just now, mm-hmm. we talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Been talking about it a lot lately in every episode. Mm-hmm. It's been buzzing around rescue me for a good minute. It feel like it happens every day of the week now. Yep. And y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep. Releases. We have to talk about this. You man. get released. You get released. You get released. Everybody's getting released from the WWE. And in my mind, it's like, what's, what's going on? All right. Let, 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 let me let me say something because I, I could we can go on this all day. Um we we spoken before on on uh, Bray Wyatt being honestly uh, probably the biggest and most arguable name to be released. But here's the problem. Uh, and, and and I'm looking at every scenario possible, trying to think of some type of reasoning. But it, we can say this almost with any superstar, but this one is more notably whatever money. WWE tried to save by budgeting, by cutting Bray Wyatt, they could have made back and more if they would have just used him. Period. I'll say that again for the people in the back. Whatever money WWE could have saved 
by cutting Bray, they could have made back and more. They would have just used him. And then recently, you know, you you see the uh, the recent list for NXT, and even that list has some surprising names on there, like Bronson Reed. That was a a, a shocking one that left. And well, I really I'm not too surprised by Bobby Fish, but that's a different story. But yes, there's there's releases every left and right. So it's not making sense, and I cannot find a reason to make sense out of it, especially now they're going back live. But that's just me. What about you, Hall? Randy Orton. <laughs> what? 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 You said? <laughs> yeah, Randy Orton is a sleeper agent for AEW. I mean, hey, you getting all these cats let go? They feeding them talent for the eventual takeover. So. Done. So, you, so you think AEW is, on, is prospering off of this? That's what you're saying. Right? That, of course, they're prospering. They killing. They're making a killing. They ain't losing money. They're being fed people who have been underused for years, and they doing what they can with them. It looks bad. They look like another WCW. That's a lot of comparison that's been going around. Um, but I mean, that's not exactly a bad thing given what WWE looking like right now. It makes no sense that you hire Goldberg to come back. God knows how much you paid this man for this one match and you terminating all these cats who cost less <laughs> over a year and that you could get more out of if you actually worked with them. And this is also, as I've said before, um, a result of them just snatching people up just because just they want to take over and they're not having nothing to do with them like they've been doing the last five, six years. So, I mean, um, it's stupid. I don't know how to describe <laughs> Is just absolutely stupid. Like I don't, I don't get it. Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman, Bruce um, uh, um, who else? Who else? There's so so many people that they had that they've actually built on their own. Because mm-hmm. these cats are actually WWE bred and born, which is rare for WWE to have cats that they actually built rather than the um, the indie guys that come in and take over. It is rare that they build their own superstars. They let them go. It doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. See with this, when I was trying to think about topics the other day, I was definitely gonna touch about this. Obviously, I was gonna make a list of all the recent WWE superstars that got released from basically when the pandemic started till now. And that shit's hard because there's so many people that got released. And I was gonna just go by name and name and name. That's how I was gonna start this episode. I was gonna say each name. No. One thing, it was hard because I couldn't find everybody. Name. I, like, that was too much soul search before me because I, I ended up forgetting. And I'm like, dang, I got this person, this person. I'm like, let's just leave this alone. Secondly, mm-hmm. if I did name everybody, that would be the whole episode right there in its own. Because mm-hmm. there are many people. And then just told the bell 10 times. It, damn, that, that, that dark. What just make me like how much money did the well they, they did lose a lot of money? I, I can understand that. I say how much money did they did lose during that pandemic time and how much money could they make now since they're back on the road somewhat? But but that's that's even a hard argument to to, to sit here and say, well, yeah, they, they definitely lost a lot of money by not having fans, but you're losing even more money when you are letting go of potential strong cash cows. And like what Harv says, you're bringing back these guys, paying them Lord knows how. You're paying these guys the same amount of money you could have paid the guys less that could be potential future stars. So I, I, I argue how much 
money they're they're really trying to get back because of what they lost during the pandemic. It I don't know, it's 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 hard, it's hard. In the article I saw on social media, I forgot who posted somebody, somebody had a verified check mark by their name or something like oh, that. Oh no details, no details from Sam. Got it. Okay, go ahead. Wait, what? You gotta go ahead. You got it. Oh, you talking about <laughs> you gotta go ahead. Hard, oh, that's different. We're in a chat and you say <laughs> I can't okay. Hey, it's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go, go, go. Shh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. You got it. You got it. You and her. You and her dog. I, I hate this man. But <laughs> there's a buzz going around saying that they're trying to repackage and renew and just form up, you know, NXT in a different way. Try to rebrand it. Give it a different look. Try to bring up more younger talents, more people of the that Vince McMahon likes since I, I, you know, like with a big and strong type of, you know, wrestlers and trying to build that up instead of, I guess, building up what he has now and going forward with it. And I'm just trying to feel like, what was wrong with you, what you had right that now? Broke, don't fix yeah, he just broke something. <laughs> yeah, that. What are you saying, hard? I said, yeah, that. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But it, that that's stupid too. Yeah, I, I read that same that same article about they're trying to rebrand NXT, but with younger guys. How are you going to rebrand NXT with these younger guys? But your main roster, you're bringing back older people. Uh, you got Drew McIntyre in his forties, Bobby Lashley in his forties. You're bringing back uh, Finn Balor. No disrespect, I love the guy, but forties. Like you, you got all Ain't these older. 40? Yeah. He just, he wow. Like, you got these older cats on the it, other roster, and you're bringing back. Older cat, I, I don't know. None of that just makes sense to me. You're going to go to older people. It seemed like this Vince McMahon got his foot into the NXT system. He wants to change up everything because with Triple H, it seemed like, it felt like he was giving everybody that he saw was well fit in the wrestling business a chance. Mm -hmm. Then after a while, Vince McMahon like, no, nah, bring me my meathead type of people. Bring me these big super stud athletes, people that look like Hercules mm -hmm. back into the business because that's what he wants. That can't do a damn thing. Mm -mm. If you look at the time of wrestling when everybody was a muscle head, mm -hmm. that's going to be a boring era in NXT, boy. Yeah, because NXT right now is basically like indie wrestling on airs, you know, it's like the, the sophisticated version of indie, independent wrestling. Like you put your pinky up while watching the show. So <laughs> like that's what that's what it really is. That's what they need in contrast to Raw and SmackDown though. And I, I like it. I like it. What they I, need. All I gotta say is if Adam Cole gets released, that that's why I draw the line right there. Hey, they <laughs> Well, so with Adam Cole, you you probably read it as well. Yes, uh, I've seen it. Yeah, he's not even uh, signed right now. He he's in communication, quote unquote, with Vince McMahon, which is smart because he knows that if he were to leave WWE and go to AEW or anywhere else, he's going to be hotter than probably what he is right now in the WWE. So he's being smart by playing his role and seeing what Ross McMahon could potentially offer, especially since they're letting go even big guys left and right. So uh, no matter what he does, he's going to be fine, even if Vince don't see it. Here. This is a true rest in peace moment, too. 
the undisputed era. <laughs> We're never gonna get that interest music back again. I'm gonna miss it real bad because that was top <laughs> tier. Oh man, but like I said, shouts all the wrestlers that have been released from WWE. You know that y'all have a lot of hair in your future. The world is yours. You can do whatever you want. You can survive and be successful in anything that you choose to do. Just keep growing, keep grinding, keep striving. We wish y'all the best in y'all future endeavors. And I'm not trying to sound because that's what they usually say when you wish you the best in the future. Endeavors. I didn't want to sound cliche, but that I mean that's the word that came to my head. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Next topic I got in my mind. So we were talking about um AEW just now. We can speak on them real quick. Mm-hmm. They've been doing numbers. They've been doing well. They've been doing numbers. Millions of views, pumping mm-hmm. them numbers. Ain't that right, Big Hard? Called it. It's all good. <laughs> he did because we actually had documentation of him calling it on the episode. So we can actually say that now since he doesn't, since usually when he calls stuff, you know, we never remember when he does it. But yeah, but AW <laughs> is a real threat right now. I ain't going to lie. Mm-hmm. Crowds be big, sold out shows in seconds, millions mm-hmm. of views on TNT. It's like and the energy's different too. Yeah, um, it is AEW, and we're gonna see when they when they new show start on Fridays, see if there's any fatigue. WWE just came back, and last night SmackDown <laughs> felt dead for a large part of the show. Mm-hmm. The most excited that the people were there for it was was the women's segments with um with Sasha and and Bianca, and Bianca. But any any time they weren't out there, like they was bored, or I don't even think it was boredom. Maybe it's um fatigue already. Like the energy's just wearing off. They got to balance it out. I don't know, but it was the energy wasn't what you'd expect for them to have just come back on a uh, live SmackDown. Whereas, like you said, I mean, it does. It's 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 like it's almost ECW. In essence, how their crowds are over there at AEW, yeah. if they are, they are hyped. They are there for it. They know what they're there for. They know what they're gonna get, and they're hungry for it. So the, even the fan base is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with that fan base, is it more towards of like liking a certain type of wrestling, or of the certain group of crowd that just dislikes WWE and wants to root against them? Or is it I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Was, uh, I think a lot of them overlap. A lot of the, um, the fans of AEW are still WWE fans. You got to watch it to complain about it. Um, you know, and it's it's really out of repetition because that's all we had for the longest um, outside of things like TNA, Impact, and, you know, smaller shows. Now something else is coming up and it's more exciting. It's more hard-hitting. Their their action is is different. Um, so I feel like it's it's a balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what you feel? AEW fans, they know they're going to come there and they're going to see high quality wrestling. Um, with with WWE, for example, they're geared towards family. So their whole demographics is just bringing in the typical mom, pop, daughter, son, whatever, and just have something to watch. You might get wrestling, you might get television segments, you may have our truth being, you know, gold in the ring for something completely random. But AEW fans, they're going to come and they're going to see wrestling matches between wrestlers that may have a storyline, may not have a storyline, but you're going to get good wrestling at the end. So, yeah, they're going to be more hype because they're going to get what they actually pay for, period. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. But. 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 There's always a but. It's coming up 
next Friday. And with Rampage, my concern is that AEW is hiring guys left and right, left and right, left and right, because WWE is getting rid of all these people. But with Rampage, now they have an opportunity to actually utilize all of these wrestlers that they're having. But if you notice, we still have the same people in the top positions. And what I mean by that is like your Kenny Omegas is still the world champion. Your Young Bucks is still the world champions. And these are also like the vice presidents of the company. This is the part where I see them as like WCW-ish, where you got the people, the wrestlers who's involved are the only ones at top. And I'm afraid that even though they're hiring all these people, it's still going to be the same energy over in Rampage. Most of the fans ain't really going to care because they're still going to get wrestling, but I still see that as an overall issue in the wrestling world. And so that's that that's that's my concern when it comes to AEW right now. So, that's okay. legit. so do you see as Rampage being like a another base like brand, like how it's Raw and SmackDown type deal? Will you think they're going to bring in like more titles possibly for like that show? Eventually. I don't think they're going to do that yet. But I do believe that's the goal because they have such a deep pool of talent. They really don't have a choice. It's right. just having the championships and all these high caliber people that you just pulling. They're going to want more notoriety. They're going to want to be out there more than just having good ass. You know, that's good for the fans and it's good for the company, but they got to get something too. Yeah, because usually what they show the, the superstars that they normally don't show on TV, obviously, they put them on AW Dark on Tuesdays. You know, so with that, so you think they're going to get that opportunity on the rampage process? You're going to see the same faces. You're you're going to see more. You're still going to see big names on rampage. AEW Dark is going to be AEW Dark. The, the wrestlers that that's probably going to be good in the ring, but they're not looking to showcase just yet. That's going to be the same, no matter if they had Dynamite and Rampage or just Dynamite like they do right now. Period. You're still going to see big names on rampage. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know. I mean, you got to remember back when SmackDown first started and um, the champs pretty much floated between. Um, mm-hmm. They just didn't wrestle as much. They just made their presence felt so that the show felt as important as <laughs> the other. So that's what I think is going to happen initially, but eventually they're going to bring in more uh, titles and stuff. I also want to say, um, I don't know who is in charge of these names and wrestling in 2021. <laughs> Rampage is the most 90s bullshit name God. I could have heard for a damn show in 2021. Rampage. This Impact. Is- raw. <laughs> Smackdown. <laughs> raw. Smackdown. <laughs> Impact. Rampage. <laughs> Thunder. Thunder. Nitro. <laughs> 90s. Okay, Mahar, I'm curious. If you were to have named a Yeah, that's a good question right here. Well, what would you have named? I don't ask me that. Don't ask no, me we, uh, we want to know. <laughs> Maybe after some drugs or some 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 gang. AWX the Blanc. Who we call it? AWX the C. The mother mess. AWX the C. Yeah, X versus NXT. Yeah, I can see that. X C versus. And it'd be NXTC. It's like NXT. AWXTC. Here we go. AWXXX. <laughs> cool. While we're on top of AEW, we're gonna talk about this real quick. One one there obviously superstars that start the whole business. Cody Rhodes. You think he done? No, he ain't done yet. Or he's not a publicity stunt. He's doing what all of them are eventually gonna do 
when um they're done. I do think that people like Kenny Omega and, and the Young Bucks gonna stay around for a while because they're trying to build the company and you really do need them there for now. I think what Cody is doing is the blueprint for what they're all gonna do though and eventually back up, make it look like they cutting down a lot. Um, but he's gonna be back. Cody ain't gonna for he, he's too young. He got way too much time left, way too much he can still give to the wrestling business in ring. I just think he's gonna take a step back and let somebody else take his place, which he should. You know, he really he don't need to be in that spot right now. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Cody Rose is in a position where he knows that if he's going to be put on the card, it's going to be uh, plastered, it's going to be shown as a big-time match. And he, Cody Rose normally does great matches anyway. And so he knows what he's going to bring. Right now, especially with Rampage coming and with all these, like I said, all these guys and girls coming over, he is going to take a step back and just let these guys and girls go out there and do what they can do best. So, uh, and yeah, also what Hard said, yeah, with eventually the rest of the league, they're probably going to do that too. But I think, you know, the Bucks, you know, the Omegas, you know, even Jericho, they're enjoying this ride right now, which is why they're having the belts longer than in my personal opinion. But yeah, Cody, he, he just going to step back a little bit. That's all. That's something about right. I can, I can get jiggy with that. So I, I agree. You know, I, I didn't think he was, I was confused until Alistair Black came in and just knocked him out at the end. But yeah, I'm like, dang, he was about to retire right now. That's yeah, fine. I just don't think because of how much the industry means to him and um, the big deal with him leaving WWE to start AEW and, you know, what it meant to him. I don't think he's done yet. I just think he's going to time to be behind the scenes for a while. Cool. Yeah. See, next topic, what are we going to talk about today? We're going we're gonna to talk about uh, listen, some hometown people real quick. Let's talk about Reggie. Yeah, let's talk about him real quick. Because that man, he's been doing numbers. He's been showing out. He's actually defending the 24-7 title in actual matches. Yeah. More than any 24-7 champion I could think of, honestly. And his performances on Raw is doing hella numbers on YouTube and Instagram. Like, surprisingly. Like, numbers. Yeah. The aerial ass dude, he hit some impressive ass um, flips. He landed the mugs, and you now that's always exciting for people, whether it's wrestling, um, in the hood, hitting notes in the street, you know. Um, any that, that's that's how I started, you know what I'm saying? Hitting, hitting the notes, you know. Um, hitting the notes yeah, and went to um, with everything, yeah. yeah. Getting up, they like to see cats flip. I don't know what they do. But yeah, he's a. Uh, I said a while ago in one of our episodes how bored I was with the twenty four seven championship, and he's definitely uh, reinvigorated it. I was tired of truth, not tired of truth, but tired of the same recycling story they were doing with him and the title. So I feel like Reggie um, is breathing some fresh air into it. Yeah, I, I can I can see where it going. It it gives it a different look. Now what our truth yeah. was doing with the twenty four seven title. I was not against it at all. You know, he they made more of the money. Same thing. But it was it was entertaining. Not to you because you know you hate you hate fun. But yeah, but like it was just, you know, entertainment, like different aspects on like how he would get the title, how he would lose the title. You know, he they were making it more entertaining. Now they're making it like, like a belt. Fight for it. Mm-hmm. Actual belt. And that's something you have to earn. And that's what Reggie's doing right now. You like the three stooges, didn't you? Not the old Three Stooges, the movie they did back in like '09. You thought that that slapstick crap was funny, didn't you? I wasn't born yet. That's the difference in '09. Uh, 
I, I like the old, <laughs> the black and white. Specified not the white. But but anyway, uh, Reggie, uh, now we all know what ends up happening with high flyers like him um, who's getting shine in the WWE. They eventually dwindle out and Vince stops using them. Okay. And unfortunately, I do see that happening for Reggie. Um, right. Other than, you know, his fun aerial dynamic moves they do in the ring that is actually very entertaining. Just because of history, I don't see that actually playing out in the long run. That That's what I'm concerned with. Yeah, where's Ricochet? He, they're actually he's, 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 he's been wrestling lately because yeah. they got rid of all these people. Look at how long it took. Look at long it took for now. Now, look how many they had to get rid of to get Ricochet back and give him his chance. That's what I mean by he came in with all this hype because of who he was and Prince Puma and all that. And he was doing all the high flying stuff, and then they cut him down to the second, third, the, the, the tertiary show. It wasn't even. Secondary, because he was low. Now he's back because he didn't know how to talk. And I, am anyway, I'm one of the <laughs> that's out here. And not only could he do high flying moves, but everything he did was was near perfect. It was clean. Yeah, Rick uh, he cold. But yeah, like he was another one of those wrestlers who went down to main events and wrestling Mustafa Ali for like seven years straight, and you know eventually came back up to the Raw roster to currently feud with. Seamus with Humberto involved. So he's doing more stuff now. But yeah, it's the same thing. These high flyers that are great in the ring, they eventually dwindle off. They eventually either get let go or they might get thrown back. But once again, not into anything serious. But I, it, it's still a concern. Yeah, because I, I was really nervous for when they had Nia Jax turn on him and he wasn't the manager. I'm like, I have no idea where going to go right now. Yeah. Then what, what next thing you know, our truth comes down the ramp and saves the day. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Save the day. Save the day. Hell no. <laughs> yeah. He did. Shoot. He's now he's 24-7 champion. You can't hate on it. But hey, we got somebody from St. Louis representing right now because Randy Orton is missing in action right now. And I have no idea where the hell he is or where he's at. I know where he is. It's concerning. He's working for AEW as a sleeper agent in the WWE. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Just because Randy Orton retires people doesn't mean he works for the AEW. Sorry, I'm sending him to another company. <laughs> okay, in a way that makes sense. But yeah. But anyway, where is Randy? Like, where, where do y'all think he is? Because he was advertised last week, was supposed to be advertised, but they took him off the, the match card. He'll be back either uh, Monday night or uh, the last Monday before the SummerSlam show. Because right now they're building the Mad Riddle. Don't say it. Mad Riddle. I say it. It's not going to happen. They're <laughs> not going to. Mad Riddle and RKO or RK Bro match against AJ Styles and Omos. Okay, that's what they're building towards. So Orton will be back. So you'll, you'll, you'll have your friend back, Sam. Bro, I I don't care. <laughs> okay, but great. Randy Borden, I mean, he goes. And- oh, we just gonna mute him real quick since he's gonna <laughs> about people for no reason. 
<laughs> we can see you move your mouth hard, but it, it's all right. Since since you don't care, we're going to make sure you don't care. So we're, we're just going to cut you off this thing real quick. But like I said, <laughs> we love you too. Thank you. We we glad we are glad that you love KTR. <laughs> and you love Orton too. We we appreciate that too. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, we, we know you love Orton. Yes. But um, like I said, with Randy, you know, <sighs> I hope if they do have this match at SummerSlam, Please, please let him turn on Riddle, cause I'm I might walk out of uh, the Allegiant Stadium Arena in Vegas and go to the casino if, and gamble. If they win, no. If if yes, if they win, yes. If they win, if they win the Raw Tag Team Titles, I will walk out and leave. So okay, what if he wins the Raw Tag Team Titles and then he says, finally says, "Bro," on the mic for Matt Riddle? I'm, you would what I'm, Mark- I'm, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> I, I'm I am taking I am taking my drop top nah, down nah, the strip going to the casino real quick putting up putting all my money on black <laughs> see what happens from there. Oh man, you my ride, you can't leave. <laughs> you said I'm your ride. <laughs> I'll send the I'll send the Uber for you. Uh, uh turn Vegas back out. Oh no, that's gonna be a crazy. Yeah, we're going, I'm going to the boxing match. We get some. <laughs> Oh, you hey, got anything to t- touch on? All right, I got, lot, I got a lot to touch on, but I'm a, I'm a relax. Cool, that's good. J Bo, uh, no, uh, I already touched on it, it, everything I, I need to see. I, I would actually like to see the Randy Orton, uh, Matt Riddle, uh, scenario play out. Yes, eventually Orton will turn off, turn on him, but let's just have some more fun with it for now. Cool, cool. Well, with that, I believe that's all the time we have. All the times I have in my mind right now that, that I could think of real quick. Oh, another thing. Melina Feinself is coming to St. Louis to be at Wrestle at the Chase. She's going to be at the Empower pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, we'll be there. Melina? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Eminem Melina? Yes. The one who did the split. The splits. Exactly. <laughs> it was on impact. <laughs> That's why I said y'all missed a good impact when I saw like well la di da. You're going to the show. <laughs> yeah, but 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 all, but all, all respectfully, I'll do respect. <laughs> oh uh, baby. Looking forward to <laughs> looking forward to seeing her. Looking forward to this paper. Looking forward to NWA coming to St. Louis and wrestling at the chase. Going to be there for four days from Saturday to Tuesday. Going to be there for all four events, including Empower, the NWA show on Sunday, and both tapings on Monday and Tuesday night. Well, that being said, that's all the time we have for episode five of season two. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for pumping them numbers. Thank y'all for the support and everything, all the love y'all been showing for us over the year. And just keep on continuing to show them love and do this one simple favor for us, too, real quick before y'all sign off. Follow us on all social media platforms, KTR underscore podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Know the Rose Podcast, Facebook, and YouTube, Know the Rose Podcast, and all podcast platforms. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Podbean. We are on everything. And don't forget to get your merch at prowrestlingtees.com slash KTR podcast. This is episode Cinco of season two, KTR, and we are out. What should they do? Big hard.
Hey man, I just bought a couple shirts myself. So uh, match that energy and, and and buy some shirts. All right. We need we need everybody out there wearing some KTR gear. The more shirts y'all buy, we can come out with some other stuff, some hats. You know what I'm saying? School finna start back, look bags. You know what I mean? It's gonna get cold soon. Gloves, scars, scullies. You know what I mean? <laughs> we gonna have it on lock. So I gotta buy some, some t-shirts first. Get some t-shirts, and we gonna work on everything else. All right, appreciate it. And um, as always, pump those numbers. <laughs> yes, <I can>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Numbers, letters, all symbols of man-made devices that could cripple us all. Improve BKK, panic and when storm hits and knocks out the power grid. Are you fully prepared to live off the grid? How you think?